This podcast is rated off for realness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. It's your boy, Basement Chair, the current reigning, defending, the longest, the longest reigning basement champion in the history of the Basement Bookers Podcast. And I say that with all humility. And with me by my side, the most humble, Rich Therese. Welcome, Rich Crowned. I got screwed and you know it. You know, Rich Therese, I think we're going to put a pin in that uh, alleged uh, controversy uh, because, uh, believe it or not, there is not an earthquake in my home. My monitor is shaking. Um, I don't know what's going on. Maybe there's a truck outside. But I just want you to know, rest assured to the basement book of ours, sources close to the situation have sent me video evidence backing your claims. So we'll get to that when we get to the Elimination Chamber, Rich Deriz. We can't do that yet because you know more than I know That's that true. we got we got things to oh. cover. We got to first and foremost thank everybody to tuning into the Basement Bookers podcast this week. Excited to talk about how we felt about Elimination Chamber. Big shout out to everyone liking reels and stuff. We've officially hit 1,000 something likes on an Instagram post. I heard that's cool. So uh, I got want to thank all of you because, you know, never in my life. Has a thousand people liked anything I ever did? So that's or anything I ever was a part of in a thing. So because the collabo. Um. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Without further ado, we also got to talk about fake news about real sports and entertainment, right? Yes. Thank you, Jer, and thank you to the Book of Verse. We see you. We hear you. We appreciate you. Thumbs up, like, and subscribe, and basementbookers at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so jumping into headlines, this is going to be quick. This first one, I feel like we're going to get more information in the coming weeks, but uh, Fightful Select reported that James Kimball, I hadn't heard of him before either, who was WWE's Senior Vice President and Head of Talent Operations and Strategy, has been released due to an alleged HR violation. What kind of HR violation do we think this could be? This Could this be a, uh, a bathroom situation where they always, you know, it's like a public thing, and they explode the bathroom. You know that guy? He just uh, uses it like it's his house. It and could be. Just, you never want to go in there after them. Could situation. be. I saw, I, saw, I saw a forum post that alleged he was listening to uh, Andrew Tate too loud. So maybe. Who knows? Who's Andrew Tate? Uh, you know, I don't know either, but like I've seen some of his tweets, and I'm just like, are, are these really things you believe? Like, he seems very. Oh, this is one he, of those subjects that I don't like talking about on the podcast. Right. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Okay. (laughs) Listeners, I'm sure you probably know more about Andrew Tate than we do. Cool. So moving on, uh, someone else that uh, was threatened with jail time. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy agreed to a nolo contendere on all charges in his June DUI, which was his third DUI. Uh, receiving a 10-year suspension of his license, two years probation, two years with an ankle monitor, 90 days of vehicle impoundment, court-mandated DUI school or drug rehab program, community service, and over $4,500 in fines and court fees. That's it, right? This is the last straw. You got to think next time it's fool me three times, shame on you, fool me four times, shame on me kind of thing. Will he be allowed to perform his lawn art? Will he still be able to cut shapes out of grass with giant scissors? I don't know if he can do it with the riding mower. I think if he has like a regular mower, he can. Yeah, all right. No, I mean for like lawn sculpturing, but, but I don't think he should be trusted with sharp objects anymore. We are. 
Last bit of news. This is a quick hit and last bit for now. Uh, Sony Deville announced on Instagram that she is now engaged to her longtime girlfriend, Tony Cassano. Congratulations to the happy couple. They look good on Instagram together there. You know, I've been a big fan of Sony Deville for a long time. Uh, we've met. Uh, we've met before. Um, actually, technically, we're friends, um, as you can see here. So as as an unofficial friend that she probably doesn't remember congratulations sonia i've been in your corner forever i'm gonna take that down before it upsets for there is i've been in your corner forever uh always forever you are the best and i hope you and your life partner get whatever you want take her to the candy shop <laughs> and that's from the basic bookers there you, you go there you, you go because we we love and appreciate your work. So let's get to Elimination Chamber. The women started us off. I love that psychotic uh, picture of uh, Nikki Cross there. It's great. But I feel like, and as we predicted, we all knew the winner. And that was the Empress. She is going on to point at the sign to face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did we, did we both, did we both agree? Like, why do I, we always do? Is that, is that really what you want to say here? That was my final answer. That's all I know. Well, luckily, I happen to know a handsome editor that will reveal all. But I'm not picking Oscar. I That's think it's going to be fine with me because then I'm going to win. So I think it's going to be Carmella. Wow. Wow. Honestly, it it could be because anything can happen. No, not for nothing. I'm doubting myself right now. Like I don't already think you I'm should. doubting myself. I don't think you should. I think you should believe in yourself. She's you the only I mean? she's the only real heel in this. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you should definitely go with what you got. The gut's important, right? You got to no, follow. Um, listen, listen, you, you shut up. You stop talking. <laughs> you, you stop talking, all right? So uh, Bianca's face, Asuka's face, everyone else in the match's face except for Carmella. That doesn't mean anything. And, 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 and you know what? To your credit, this is the argument you used last week. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. Even after being incorrect, you're mm-hmm. still using it. You're still wrong. But you commit to the bit, and I appreciate that about you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're definitely time traveling on this one. And uh, you know what it is? This is a match. I think this is a match that Bianca Belair wants. This is a match that Asuka wants. This is a match that the people knew eventually would come. Uh, Bianca Belair wants this because... Uh, she's proven recently in her uh, brief feud with Alexa Bliss that she likes to be scared or they like riding her scared. So they give uh, another scary little weird person uh, for Bianca to deal with. And that, you know, Asuka's not that. Asuka is, she is going to be a problem for Bianca Belair. And I'm making my prediction now. I'm calling it now. Asuka takes the championship off of Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Penciling that in, base budget right here. He commits to the bit. It's going to be Asuka. Uh, Bianca Belair has had a stellar run. This is the culmination of that. This will be the end of that. And uh, we'll see her build herself back up. The dance continues. 
So I think we have this dominant, uh, psychotic, completely unpredictable version of Asuka back permanently. I'm treating this as something new because even if it's not, it's still going by the continuity of the WWE universe. I, that's how I treat it. That's my head canon. I feel like the tone that was set on Monday Night Raw with that weird stuff she was doing, that's where they're going with this. By the way, they're calling that modified Rings of Saturn that Asuka, that, that, which is her finisher now, they're calling that the Asuka Lock now. So I believe this is like the third version of the Asuka Lock we've gotten. Just for anyone that's counting. I think this is better because the Asuka Lock just ends up looking like what Shayna Baszler does. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler could do that. Yeah. So this version is more unique to Asuka. And Shayna kind of used uh, Ronda's uh, fake armbar this week on SmackDown. Fobar. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby who? Bobby Lashley. Now. We both were wrong here. I didn't expect it to go the way it went in that I didn't expect a low. Brock went low. The mule kick. I wonder if that was really, the, really, really the finish. Like, if he was supposed to, like, kick him in the leg and he just got him low. Which, if, if you looked at the video, he actually didn't get him low. It got him in the leg. We're talking about, are we getting a Bobby Lashley-Brock Lesnar match? Or are we getting a Bobby Brock Lesnar match where something stupid happens? Something to that effect. So, we, mm-hmm. we, we had felt it. That there's a possibility for some kind of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even factor in that cha- that ridiculous, pointless challenge that Bray Wyatt made on the SmackDown that we had just seen. Yeah. We don't even have an excuse that it was a day after. We we recorded that night, so there's no defense there. Like that, like after after we recorded, I said, you know, that really should have been the clue that Lashley somehow was gonna win, because it's not going to be Brock and Bray. You remember the how Roman Reigns would sell the fact that he has to wrestle the Fiend? You know, it was ridiculous to him. Mm-hmm. It was just some silly mask to him. He didn't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. That's Think about how that is for an actual man like Brock Lesnar. The alpha male of the species. Exactly. Even Roman Reigns will tell you that Brock Lesnar is the alpha male of the species. Yeah. It just is. Gunter thinks the end boss for Gunter, and Gunter is the end boss, according to Gunter, is Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So, no, he's not doing some, but he's going to wrestle Omos, allegedly. I think Brock's at the stage of his career, you know, Lashley aside, Brock's at the stage of his career that he wants to help the younger guys get over. I- I'm not I'm not against that. I Things like that. When there's matches like this, is I always have that that voice in the back of my head goes, uh, "Hey pal, hmm. it's your boy, Freddie back. You know it's my idea, right?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, you're not supposed to. You're not. You can't be <laughs> creative. Get out of here. He's... Get out of here, Devil Vince. Get out of here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime. See, that's that's the thing, dude. This is a secret I got to tell you guys. All right. He doesn't want me to tell you this, but I need to do this to take the power away from Devil Vince. All right. In order to stop Devil Vince, you have to remember whatever certain things happen, that's a Devil Vince booking decision. Okay. Like, say, I don't know, having Roman Reigns win the Royal Rumble and no Daniel Bryan. 
and having the rock come out and raise the hand that's devilments mm-hmm. okay when things like that happen so if say if if cody rhodes was not to go over at wrestlemania against roman reigns you know who's responsible for that vince. that's devil vince devil vince you know devil vince is what you get is what is book sting losing to triple h <sighs> that's devil vince you know okay. that even wasn't that wasn't even as bad as just the rest just all the shenanigans in the match if you want sting to lose to triple h you could just do it you could just make it happen Mm-hmm. Nothing else had to happen. Nothing else. Right. It would have been clean down the middle. And it's believable. Stingy's a little bit older. Triple H is younger. He's a WWE guy. Mm-hmm. Fine. That regular Vince would do, but Devil Vince, he has all that other crap because Devil Vince is like not secure enough in the decision just to have Triple H go over. He's got to be like, just give. Give these guys some member berries. Just chuck it out member berries like they're singles at the titty bar. Okay? Mm-hmm. I apologize. I, I know there's a certain bad certain brand we're trying to uphold here, but the realness at the core of the basement bookers, it's hard to snuff out. You know when you're cooking and you're like, oh, I put too much salt. That was all the shenanigans in that match. Theoretically, were I ever cooking, yeah, probably. That would mm-hmm. be the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Theoretically. All right. Let's move on. Next up was our championship title match, which ended in controversy. Jerry, you got the video for that. Uh, Yeah. Hold on a second. Let's uh, pull this up here. Oh, you know, it just so happens that the uh, video evidence guy is also... The current reigning defending basement champ. So, uh, and the footage is lost. Uh, so really, we don't have any evidence here. Um, so the council uh, has decided. Did you see the match, dude. That was a title match. And by the way, you know my camera's already zoomed, so you're double zooming on me. You're trying to do this to discredit me. Because you know I have to look at this later and look at that ugly mug that I have. And I have powers too. And I could fix it back. <laughs> All right? So you saw the match. Rich sure is. I saw the match. I All saw right. the match. But unfortunately, there is no evidence of any kind of malfeasance on the part of the basement champ. I have nothing to do with that. I don't know any referees. This was a booking decision. And we always go by what goes down on television. And that was the result. The result is you lost. What happened you on lost. TV? Edge's shoulders were down. I hear for you. three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The referee just stopped counting. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is so crazy. But it's a good thing that we live in a society that the referee's decision is final. Controversy. It's controversial. Controversial? Yes. But Rich Deriz, when it's all said and done in front of the thousands and thousands of the basement book of us fans, I need you to look at me. I need you to look me in the eyes, Rich Deriz, when I tell you this. That if you go down on your knees and you kneel down and you forsake your atheism and you say, God, if you're out there, it's Rich Deriz. I'm just calling you just this once. If you want me to believe, if you want Rich Deriz to believe, 
please, please let the basement championship go. I need you to part basement chair from the basement championship. Oh, Lord. Please, please help me. Please tell that Pharaoh basement chair to let the basement championship go. And you're weeping and there's tears streaming down your face. And your wife wondering, what the hell is happening? And once you've been broken, Richter is, and he calls down and he reaches down and he looks down on you and he goes, but Richter is, I've always believed in you. You've never believed in me, so you got this, bro. And then he just hangs up the phone. It's a phone and- now? <laughs> I mean, the metaphorical phone. Still, you will never be the basement champion. I appreciated at least... The nods to their buddies in FTR, the rival with the Shatter Machine. I appreciate it being called the Shatter Machine. It was nice to hear after a long time. You know what that means? That means that at WrestleMania, top guys in. I'm telling you. That's another basement chair prediction. You could put that down right next to me continuing to be the basement champion and Asuka beating Bianca Belair. It's also going to be the return of FTR. It's going to be a situation. It's going to be like the movie Thor Ragnarok. It's going to be the bloodline. (laughs) Who gets Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens couldn't do it. It's like, we want another shot. We can't beat you for the tag team championships. But they can. And then it's, say yeah. And here comes the top guys. You know, just like how, you know, Bret Hart lost to Yokozuna. And all of a sudden, Hulk Hogan can just come out mm-hmm. and just challenge Yokozuna, drop the leg, and walk out with the championship. Oh, that was such fantastic booking. I know, right? But this is better because we love the revival. We do like, love the revival. So that would be okay, right? Wouldn't that be okay? There's yeah. not, you're telling me there's not going to be a single neck beard in the crowd going, hey, that doesn't make any sense. What are we doing <laughs> over here? He's going to be like, He's going to be like that CM Punk guy, you know, the crying guy. And oh, like, yeah. It's going to be for FTR. Like, no one's going to care. Mm-hmm. Be amazing. Be great. Do it, Hunter. Be the hero that we need. I don't know their con- contractual situation. Their contractual situation is as follows. We say, yeah, to WrestleMania. Okay, cool. Moving on from controversy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had the I men's. Get back <laughs> What? You get back there. You I'm don't sorry, just I can't get the glass. We got oh, the men's it, elimination. Hey, I checked. The thing's there. Oh, come on, man. I took time to make that. There. Look at that. Look at, deal with it, Richter is. That's the message from the grit couple. By the way, Edge, uh, listen, there's only one thing I need to say. I'm glad you're paying attention. Yes, the family dog has been returned unharmed. Moving right along. Yeah, you're not over there anymore. You're up there now. Yes, above you. The basement champion. Not for long. I knew you would do something so infantile, (laughs) but I'll let you have it because you've already been demoralized. It's weird. All right. It is, right? We had the men's elimination chamber match. This was a little weird. Like some of the guys in it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. It's, It's a weird... It's still a weird time in WWE at the moment. Like, Bronson Reed is really the only... Well, so Bronson Reed and Johnny Gargano were the newcomers, the returnees since uh, Triple H took over. Rich Deriz, what is your problem with NXT Elimination Chamber graduation day, huh? 
you got a problem here. You got uh you got elder statement, self Rollins here. He's back. He's got a you like, hey guys, I used to be the big man on campus and you're from my old school. And now you're here in the new school, and together I'm gonna show everybody how good you guys are. Cause I'm pretty sure he was ring general in this whole thing. And it was cool. I gotta say, the highlight of the match for me was uh uh new hero of the show, Michael Cole, at least to me, because I've been a lot of props to Michael Cole lately. Thank you, Pat McAfee, for reanimating Michael Cole. Where yeah. Michael Cole's like, dude. This is just how bad these men want to be United States championship. United States champion. I'm like, I had to go back. Did <laughs> Michael Cole say dude? So, so that's good. That shows just the person coming out in the commentator. And it, it makes it more natural. Yeah, he just does not care. And right. More proof that uh, Vince ain't back there anymore. So I don't right. care what the rumors say. You're uh, a commentator, damn it. You don't say dude. Solid match. Uh, I called it. I knew Theory was going to walk out with the belt. I did see Theory uh, getting assisted unintentionally by Logan Paul. I was not one of the people that were uh, uh, like could worried about Montez Ford because I knew he was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say here, look, we got something special here with let's not overexpose that he could do that because then it's not it kind of takes away from it a little bit I feel like you know what I mean like, you know don't, in, don't in, oversell it too much that he can do that are you talking about the buckshot I'm talking about Montez for oh, like yeah selling mm-hmm. you know like he it, it was like oh he's the whole True. the thing that led to the Logan Paul interference was that Montez might have been hurt somehow yeah he and that was a distraction and that I felt like they do that, that you can't do that too much with him because yeah, he, not he can't almost can die that. every match. Yeah. Now that you know, he could do that. You're taking advantage. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. want to take, do that too much. You'll have a real situation there, folks. Yeah. It was like when, um, I guess when management discovered that like Alexa bliss, like, you know how, like, this is as straight as my arm gets, but like her arm can come like down. Cause like her elbow, I guess can like is maybe she's double jointed or just extra flexible in her arm or something. And like Ronda Rousey's like, chew toy. Yeah, yeah. So she she was doing that for a while. Like she'd be walking around like her her arms like broken or whatever, and the ref checks on it, and then like she hits a cheap shot. You know that yeah. became played out for like a minute. Like once they realized it was played out, they stopped it thankfully. But and then with Logan Paul and the buckshot, I feel like it's good. I think it's, it's fine. Good. It's a move. Can I nitpick? You can Either nitpick. He... We, anything gonna... we say is a nitpick. It's not like we could do anything they could do. Very true. Um, but it's a combination of A, he's a, he's a little too tall, and or B, he doesn't quite get enough rotation. Because if you notice, when he lands on his feet, of course, when he lands, like his weight is still a little bit back. Like he doesn't quite land like this. He lands like this, and then has to come forward to be like upright again. He just needs to get a little bit more rotation, and then he'll have like he'll ha- he'll really have his feet under him when he lands, which I think would make the make the move seem more impactful, and it would just obviously be safer for him. Yeah, you know, I hope he sees this, and I hope he remembers to thank you in his Hall of Fame speech. Same. 
once he once he takes this into consideration, I think there's nothing stopping him from becoming a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. But only if he takes Rich DeRiz's advice here, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have did a solo cam on you. We should have just had you just look at you, just you talking directly to Logan Paul's face and trying to help him become the Hall of Famer. Um, I think you should be his manager. If he has one, he should fire them well, and hire you. Logan, you know how to reach us, bassandbookers at gmail.com. For sure, for sure. Anything else about this match? We knew we both predicted Austin Theory, by the way, so that's that was easy. Uh, there's really nothing I could say to add or take away uh, from this match, aside from uh, the fact that Austin Theory definitely, definitely did it by himself, and he didn't have his help. He didn't have any help, because mm-hmm. Logan Paul was there. He saw the whole thing. Yep. Logan Paul saw that Austin Theory did it by himself. Mm-hmm. So he, he worked alone. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. There's no disqualification anyway. He was a lone gunman, mm-hmm. uh, as to say. Uh, there's no grassy knoll. The highly anticipated finally bout between Montreal's own Sami Zayn and the head of the table, the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Now we knew it was not going to be Sami Zayn walking out with the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, brother. It just wasn't. But it was about... I posted the L before the match was even over. (laughs) Because if anybody's followed the Facebook, Facebook bookers, that I, after every match, I would like, put together the worst victory screen for anybody ever but mm. for everyone but at sammy's i did like right away i was like all right well i don't need to make one if sammy wins because that's never gonna happen right and the whole time i'm sitting there the the whole night i'm like you know i thought to myself i wonder if the tribal chief is thinking about the fact that he's about to do emotional damage to a whole city mm-hmm. you know a, a people you know what I mean? Everybody there unified in their hearts, wanting their hometown hero. And the whole day, I'm just thinking about how Ro- Sami Zayn has an entire city behind him. Mm-hmm. And they are all going to get smashed by proxy, mm-hmm. by the tribal chief. He's not, not only did he smash Sami Zayn, he smashed Sami Zayn's wife by proxy. He smashed everyone that want e- 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 you, even you, you out there that you wanted Sami Zayn to beat the tribal chief. Roman Reigns smashed you. He smashed you by proxy. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? I'm asking you. Comment below. How do you deal with? The tribal chief smashing you. I could you got smashed by the tribal chief by proxy. And this mm-hmm. is incredible. He smashed an entire city because everyone was behind Sami Zayn. Why would you do that? I'm sure there's people in Vegas who put money because he was probably minus a thousand or something. Mm-hmm. And they all just well, I guess if you have money to burn, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to win your wrestling pool? Do you want to disappoint the members of your team by choosing Sami Zayn? And then some of you were like, 
well, it's a disqualification. It'll give him a disqualification victory over the tribal chief, right? No, that was never going to happen. Any kind of victory over the tribal chief has to mean something. It ain't coming from Sami Zayn. The only other person to do that is Seth freaking Rollins. There's levels to this. And while Sami Zayn is one of my favorite current wrestlers, still to this very day, the basement champ, the undisputed basement bookers television champion, he is not on the same level physically. He is, he, his shoulders would collapse under the weight that is the undisputed universal champion. Do you understand? Do not understand that there's only one person right now that has proven that they can shoulder the burden do what needs to be done the 200 days the travel and still is a family man he was able to walk that line did you not hear paul Heyman speak well you didn't because this was the monday after but you'll understand even more that dustin Rhodes said about dusty Rhodes. Even when he was at home, he wasn't home. Can you? Can you, Cody? Can you, do you have what it takes to shoulder the burden that the tribal chief shoulders for us? Look inside, Cody. That's all. That's all. And the point of that all was that Sami Zayn doesn't have that. He's just not strong enough. And we're going to see. And he proved that at Elimination Chamber when he lost. Can Cody shoulder the burden? I said it when I posted this, going on that journey with Sami Zayn, Sami Uso, it was only going to end one way. And Rich, you said everyone was looking forward to this. I wasn't looking forward to this. When the rumble happened, something hurt inside because I knew that this chapter of my life, I mean, this chapter of the Bloodline story would be over mm -hmm. and we're never going back to that. We can only remember it fondly. We can think about it in 30 years. Is there a reunion? Are they going to do it again as old people? <laughs> it's never going to be the same. It's never, we're not, there's not going to be the raw 60 where he, they're all, you know, decrepit and they're like, my dog. <laughs> it's never going to be the same. Don't you remember Jay, Jimmy, before, remember Jimmy, Jay, Jay, Jimmy, <laughs> before when you were dogs together, Jimmy and Sammy were dogs together. It's two dogs barking. We were all dogs together when when Jimmy and Sammy were dogs. We were dogs together. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't 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 bring this camera close to me. Whatever you do, don't put just don't put me up there. All right, we're never gonna have it again. It's never coming back. But I want us all to remember when we were all dogs. Rich the Riz dog, basement chair dog. Sammy Dog, Jimmy Dog, eventually J Dog. Not to be confused with J Dog, who I've been sometimes referred to, but don't call me that. I don't want that nickname. I'm not asking for that because you don't give yourself that. But just remember, we was all dogs together. We live in a post dog society. Basement Book of Earth said, Together, we have to fill the void. I just want to say, I was looking forward to the match because I wanted to see. Hmm. Not so much the match. I wanted to see the story that was told. 
I liked the story that was told. Like, in a way, I feel like every time WWE goes to Montreal now, there's got to be something bad that goes down. It was the screw job, and then there was obviously this, and I kind of feel like Roman was like, all right, what can I do to make them forget Shawn Michaels, you know? How can, right? The best way to do that is to pound an entire city by proxy. Yeah, and that's what we got. So there was a whole thing after the match, this, that, the other, Jimmy, Kevin Owens, and then we saw Raw where Kevin's like, you want to you wanna fight Roman? Go ahead, but after what happened, like I said, we're done. Go go talk to your boy, your boy Jay. The Sami Zayn Kevin Owens situation kind of reminds me of when there was the Shield, you know, the Raw. They they tried to get back together, and then they became tag team champions eventually. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? So will Vaguely. they? Won't they? You don't have to do that now. It feels like Sammy has moved on because on Friday he did go and he wanted to talk to Jimmy and just talk to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to go the way he thinks it's going to go. I think Bloodline is Bloodline. Mm-hmm. And he might need him, but hopefully we get that WrestleMania. Say yeah, say yeah. Raw, we had the interaction with Sammy Kevin Owens that we just mentioned, uh, and then Corbin gets involved in the whole thing, and he mentions something I didn't even realize, which is that Corbin was the last guy to beat Roman Reigns. It's not the first time he said that, though. I guess that's true. Yeah, I've actually mentioned it before. So then we had Cody tried to talk, and Heyman interrupted from on the screen. He's wearing a neck brace, the whole the whole nine, right? And I thought this was really insightful, talking about how when Dusty was champ, he was on the road 200 days a year, and even if he wasn't on the road, he was away from home like over 300 days a year, and the 60 or so days he was home, he was still working a lot of that time. and. I really love how personal and intricate and involved they are getting with all of this storyline. This is the whole, everything surrounding the bloodline right now is top tier storytelling. I feel like I say it every week and I don't care. I'm going to say it until it is no longer true. This is top tier storyline. This is... Like, nothing AEW has ever done can compare to this. Different product. I know. AEW's more an indie show. It has some great matches and maybe sprinkle some story in. But I don't think... I think it's going to be a very, very long time. I'd like to be wrong. But I think it's going to be a very long time before another storyline comes around. And is so intricate and involved and compelling as... The entire bloodline storyline right now with Cody and with Sammy. What do you think? Uh, certainly, Richard is. Certainly, I do enjoy words like large words, even like intricate. Um, I feel like a word like that represents me too. I feel like there's a lot of intricities about me, um, algorithmically and uh, prosperity. Um, and what you said about this storyline, long term storytelling uh, about simple things about a man. Uh, about a man not being home, uh, about a man uh, who, you know, his father wasn't home because he would go from town to town and he would plumb and he would plumb 
everyone's whatever they needed plumbing. Mm. And then he had a son named Dusty. And Dusty, he's a hero. Uh, he's a hero. And I bet you, like, any amount of money that he, too, would enjoy saying the word intricate. And he would do it better than anybody, better than Richard is, um, better than any man can say the word intricate. But honestly, that's not what this is about. This isn't about the word intricate. Well, let's, well I will have the definition below. So you now you two will learn. <laughs> and that's also the Basement Booker's word of the day. So um, intricately, I agree, Rich. What a great angle. Awesome. Unless there was something else you wanted to discuss regarding uh, the wrestling this week, I have here something that caught my eye and is a bit of a head-scratcher, and we can uh, discuss a little bit. Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards 2023, which I'm guessing is for 2022, presumably since 2023 is barely two months old. These are voted on by Meltzer's fans. Now... Meltzer is known to lean in a particular direction. And I think a lot of these awards mirror that because, you know, if there is listeners, there is paid listeners, right? They pay to listen to him talk. So obviously they're paying this guy because they agree with him. So they're going to follow sort of his, his pattern. Right. And I think that's obvious here where the wrestler of the year Number one, John Moxley. Number two, Roman Reigns. Number three, Will Ospreay. So, right. <laughs> I love Mox. I'm a big Mox fan. Was he the wrestler of the year? Absolutely not. I don't think well, so. How are we measuring wrestler of the year? Are we measuring it by the pint of blood? Because if that's what we're doing, mm. then surely there's no one. Then, yes, I think John Moxley compete. did. I think Moxley did have 3,101 pints of blood spilled on AEW Dynamite this week. But, I mean, last year. In Moxley's defense, Mm -hmm. this last time wasn't his during the match. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until the post-match that Moxley got busted open. All right, so I want to move a little further down the list here. I'll, I'll run down this... It's a top 10 with an honorable mention here for wrestler of the year. Uh, so four is Okada, five is Siori. I guess she is in stardom probably. Um, six is Jericho, seven MJF, eight CM Punk. Really? Nine, Julia, who I've heard a lot of. I've heard good things about her. I wish she had a last name. I know. Number 10, Brian Danielson. Now, how you have... CM Punk kind of tried to undermine the entire company he works for, kind of called his boss a cuck right in front of him. How he is rated above Brian Danielson. Dude, it's voted by the fans. I don't know what to tell you. I know. Um, The fans vote a certain way. And honorable mention, Sami Zayn with 89 votes. Here's something that you need to also realize is that the people that buy these magazines and vote in these things, you know what kind of fans they are, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they're not mainstream fans. They're niche fans. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones that buy that. They're the ones that vote. Like, the hardcores. Mm -hmm. Not like us. You know, obviously, we're not that hardcore because 
we're WWE guys. I mean, that's what we grew up with. We're not like super into. I guess I'll speak to myself for myself. Like I, I spend most of my time watching this stuff, like WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll be kind of partial to that, but I'm not buying or subscribing to the Wrestling Observer newsletter to vote in that. Right. You know Same. what I mean? And the guys, like- the people buying Fiend shirts, for the most part, some of them are not voting in these things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's true. And like I'm, I'm the same way. I was, I was raised on WWE. Watched WCW. Ended up seeing some ECW. You know, like I don't have time to watch New Japan, to watch Stardom, to watch everything. Like I'd cut out AEW if I didn't think they were a strong competitor to WWE. Dynamite is. Dynamite is their best effort. They're trying. They're and they're doing well for what they're trying to do. So moving on, most outstanding wrestler. Now, what exactly is the difference between that and wrestler of the year? Well, what that is, it's like, yeah, you're, you're all right, but you're not the best. I, I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know how that works. Like, we want to give somebody else an award, I guess. Yeah, so most outstanding wrestler, Will Ospreay, got more votes for that than John Moxley did for wrestler of the year. Why does that not make him wrestler of the year? Because it's not for wrestler of the year. It's for most outstanding. But... It needs to be, we, you know what it is? I bet you they define what they mean by that in the actual poll. Probably. For that, yes. number two is Brian Danielson. Three is uh, Okada. Tag team of the year, FTR. Number two is Briscoes. The fact that Bucks are three and not the Usos. I Okay, I watched the Bucks all year. Well, when they were there. And I watched Usos all year. Usos over Bucks. Easily. I think for the most part, the Usos super kicks work. More right. than because they use less of them, mm-hmm. but they still use too many for my liking. But if I had to compare the two, it would probably be the Usos. Mm-hmm. This but. one, this one, you're gonna have some fun with. Best on interviews, number one, MJF. Who's number, number two? two? Number two, John Moxley. Is three Hangman better? CM Punk. <laughs> the the. the these are voted for by the fans. This is what the fans think. This is what the wrestling universe thinks. No, I, these are these these are what the hardcore fans think. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what's best for business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I guess the problem is for me. I know what MJF is doing. You know what I mean? I know what mm-hmm. he's doing. Just because I know what he's doing doesn't mean he's not great at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. But I'm not impressed by insider terms and mark this and that. I don't care about that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. care that you know the lingo. I don't care that you're begging rats or your girl left you allegedly or all you've got is that belt, which I thought you were in a movie or something. You didn't seem to care that much about the belt, really. I don't know. Um I don't even know if I believe that. It's like, is he MJFing it? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. MJF deserves to be at number one for pointing out that all Moxley cares about is gargling piss. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> he he may have satired him, but that's pretty much all his promos. Yeah. Kinda. Mm-hmm. And he's about to get all bloody with uh with Hangman. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at this. Look at look 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 at this. Dove juicing himself. He is now trying to 
<laughs> Squeeze poor evil Uno like a like a blood orange, trying to get all that juice out of there. Look at him. Only one man who could stop this this blood drunk Moxley. Hangman Adam Page has come, and he's got the solution, folks. Fists, fists just raining down on Moxley. Tearing him up. And in his back pocket, the unofficial Mox Juicer. Hmm. Uh, soon to be available on AEWshop.com. Uh, it's real barbed wire, folks. Because he knows that the only way to stop Moxley is to let him have his own juice. Look at him. He doesn't even know how he got there, but he's happy. <laughs> you see, he's in his element, okay? Mm -hmm. Guy, look, he's got problems. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, and look, this is somebody who's, you know, he knows people who's had friends that have battled demons. I really hope he wasn't trying to drain the blood alcohol content from Evil Uno. Uh, that would most certainly cause a relapse, I'm sure. Probably. So, anything to say about Punk there? I mean, what's been said about Philip that hasn't been said already? Pepsi Phil, as Danhausen calls him. Yeah, he, for a guy that's straight edge, I saw a photo of him at the movie premiere for Cocaine Bear. Hmm. with uh, Ice Cube's son. And for a guy who doesn't do drugs, he does certainly dress like a man that sells cocaine hmm. and also does his own cocaine. So he's moved up from meth. Yeah, kind of, like a used car salesman from the 70s. Nice. Yeah. All right. Promotion of the year, number one, AEW, number two, Stardom, number three, WWE. We already talked about the demographic for who's voting here. Yeah, you got to try hard and vote for not WWE. Best weekly show, number one, Dynamite. Number two, SmackDown. Number three, Rampage. Rampage with 911 votes. Raw couldn't get 912 votes. So for match of the year, uh, apparently one of them is a rematch here. Uh, number one is Okada versus Osprey. I from August 18th specifically. I didn't see it. I want to see it. I'm a fan of both. Number two. I can't argue against this one. Uh, FTR versus Briscoes. Yes. Yes. Number three was, I guess, the previous meeting. Okada versus Osprey from January 5th. Got some Okada and Osprey fans voting, it seems. Then they have their Category B awards. United States slash Canada MVP. Number one is Mox. Number two, Roman. And number three, Jericho. Now, just to give an idea of, of how many people are voting here, Mox only had 638 votes. Roman had 232. Jericho had 32. Were there other nominees? I don't even know. Uh, I'll say one thing about Chris Jericho. He could get people to respond positively to clicking a pen. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people can do that. I, I think it's important to respect and recognize the man has talent. Jericho is absolutely a great. Yeah. Period. Uh, Japanese MVP, Okada, number one. Osprey, number two. Shocker. And Sayuri, I hope I'm saying that right, at number three. Might be Siori. Like Siri? It could be like Siri, but it's spelled S-Y-U-R-I. Mexico MVP. El Hijo del Vikingo. Vikingo. How would you say that? I 
I say it like, all right, I understand that I, you know, as a Puerto Rican, I should be able to do this, but I just say it like a Pokemon. Okay. Like Vikingo. Vikingo. Okay. Number two, I Mystic- call. I choose Vikingo. There you go. Go, go, Vikingo. Get a Vikingo. I'd imagine he's like got a Viking helmet and yeah. he just like charges at you like a mm-hmm. bull. Yeah. Number two is Mystico. And number three, Ray Phoenix. Of the three, Ray Phoenix, I, I think Ray Phoenix is fantastic. I'm a big fan of Ray Phoenix. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. That dude's cool. That dude's like really good. He's, he could do things that, you know, if WWE had that guy, he would be the champion. Mm-hmm. Because he could do that Rey Mysterio stuff, and he's young. Mm-hmm. He would yeah. be a shoe in for every time you think about SmackDown, you want him on your SmackDown. For some reason, that's where you think he belongs. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, as, as long as Phoenix stays healthy... Dude has an amazing career ahead of him. I can't wait. He could wrestle Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Look at that. So much fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip over a few categories here. I just want to hit this Europe MVP here real quick. Number one, Will Ospreay. He was number two for Japanese MVP. Now, is he? I know he's not Japanese. I know he is European. Do you have to be the nationality, or is this just where you wrestle? I, it's, does I he think wrestle it's just in where you wrestle. I then why what's the point of this what is this based off of is this based off demographic like what do you mean Meltzer, hit us up you know how to reach us all right women's wrestling mvp and number one is sayori or siori or i've got to see some of her stuff same number two bianca belair number three jamie hater can't say i disagree with them Hater's a champ, so sure. Bianca Belair's a champ. Mm-hmm. I think the only person from Raw mentioned so far, by the way. Yeah. And I got the right. I got the show right. Yes. Best box office draw. Why is this in a wrestling thing? Whatever. Because it's wrestlers. Because it's nope. about selling tickets, dude. It's about Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? You'll know all these names. Number one, Roman Reigns. That's the truth. So yeah. You can't deny that. Number two, John Cena, who's not wrestling. But it's not a lie. Right. True. Number three, CM Punk. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Feud of the year, FTR versus the Briscoes, number one. Yeah. Tough to argue. Number I wonder two, how much of these is like what they really believe and like what they think a hardcore would believe. You know? Yeah. It's always very... Mm-hmm. FTR and the Briscoes, we didn't see all of it because we weren't watching Ring of Honor, but... What we saw, what I saw, I absolutely agree is one of the top feuds of the year. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to have a dog collar match. You didn't have to. The whole time I was sitting there, I'm like, stop this now. Stop this. <laughs> but well, that escalated quickly. It escalated very quickly. Mm-hmm. Number two, Punk versus MJF. I think it should be Punk versus his own career, but whatever. Not wrong. Number three, Cody versus Seth. Tough to argue. I really am emotionally invested in that. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cody can Cody can draw emotion from anyone like he really wants to, but working with Seth is fantastic. And I think, I'm going to make an early prediction, out of all of the uh, WrestleMania movie trailers, I think the Seth and Becky one is going to be the best. I am not a fan of that one. Probably because you saw the movie. I didn't see the movie. 
It's, I only know the memes. It's got nothing to do with the movie. I don't not like it because it's not exactly like the movie. Of course, it's not going to be exactly like the movie. It's just that I don't, I don't care for this Seth Rollins. Like it doesn't amuse me. Current character is more over the top than it really needs to be. It's it's goofy where it needs to be, but when he shifts it into gear, when he's serious, is what you're going to get when he's go when he wrestles Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced that's going to be a WrestleMania match. And I think that when Cena comes, it's going to set up Theory versus Cena. I think John Cena will wrestle at WrestleMania this year. Yeah. They need him. Um, do they need him? They do. They do. It doesn't hurt. It because, doesn't hurt. Because they had Logan Paul was a surprise. Like they had Logan Paul wrestle there last year. You know Logan Paul's gonna be here. That's a big deal. It couldn't it's get been a while this year. Yeah, and it's been a while since you could get John Cena at a WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. So if it lines up, why not use him? True. Why not? Mm -hmm. Especially with the whole theory, basically making sure you think about John Cena every time theory's out there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Moving on down this list here, the Brian Danielson Award for Best Technical Wrestler. Did Brian Danielson get it or did Brian Danny Danielson Garcia? Won. Oh, sweet. Number two is Zack Sabre Jr. Can't it's tough to disagree. Number three, Daniel Garcia. I was close. And this is a guy that people think doesn't like AEW. Mm -hmm. I like AEW sometimes. I want to see Charlie Dempsey on that list next year. Yeah, Charlie Dempsey, who unpredictably has teamed with uh, Drew Gulak somehow. Learn more technical stuff. Go for it. Down with that. Uh, Bruiser Brody Memorial Award for Best Brawler. Number one, take a guess. Brody King. No. Oh, I feel bad now. Yeah. Moxley. Oh. John Moxley, the indie hero. Mm -hmm. You know what, though? If you think about it, if you if you take every backyard wrestler in the history of backyard wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. And you throw them into a pot and you stir it with a uh, fluorescent tube. <laughs> you start with the fluorescent tube. They call they call them light tubes. You pour in some thumbtacks. Mm -hmm. You sprinkle some thumbtacks. You continue stirring with the light tube. And you pour it into a jello mold. Uh, a jello mold made of uh, gar out of a garbage can lid. Mm -hmm. And you would have John Moxley. And that is the hero of these uh, Wrestling Observer readers. You know, he's the backyard hero done good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's he he started from the bottom. Now he's there, and there he is, mm -hmm. and that's why he's going to win all these awards if he can. Yeah, number two there is uh, the Stone Pitbull himself, Tomohiro Ishii, and number three Minoru Suzuki. No Eddie Kingston, interestingly enough. Eddie Kingston, aka don't call him a fake tough guy unless you want like your teeth. To be not in your mouth anymore. If you like mm -hmm. them in your head, don't ever call Eddie Kingston a fake tough guy because he will devour your spirit. He will devour your spirit and then sacrifice you mm -hmm. to his Tims. And that's you under his Tims. 
because you called him a fake tough guy. Yup. Best flying wrestler. Number one, El Hijo del Vikingo. Again. Number two, Ray Phoenix. Fly and tackle attack now. There you go. Number two, Ray Phoenix. Number three, Dante Martin. Sure. Okay. Why is it Ricochet up there? We'll get there. Most overrated. Number one. So Ricochet didn't even make it into his pile? Not to the the rest of these are all top threes. Oh, sorry about that. So just just to give you perspective here, Dante Martin only got forty four votes for third oh, place. Interesting. Vikingo got four hundred seventy two, and Phoenix got three hundred seventy one, mm-hmm. three hundred fifty one. I can read numbers. Most overrated. Number one, Ronda Rousey. You say underrated? Overrated. Overrated. I think she's regular rated. Here's the thing. We keep talking about this, right? Oh, sorry. I keep getting all close. All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. And Ronda Rousey, if she was an AEW, that would not be the case. That's all. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's the pool that you're in, right? Like Ronda's in a big pool with a lot of really good talent. Yeah. But if you put Ronda Rousey in AEW, she's better She'll... than all of them. Yeah. So. Number two. And I'm, I'm saying in ring. In right. ring. You can't really disagree with me, guys. Right. You guys want to have a debate on. Wait, no. I don't. No. No debates. I'm not good at that either. But my opinion Anything is. Anything non-scripted, she'll destroy us. Just We know this. My that, That's what I'm saying. My opinion is mm-hmm. wrestling. You can't really deny that she's really good at it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying she's perfect, but she is better than most of their roster from what I'm able to see from television. Yeah. That's. That's the best way to say that without them coming after you. If if they had less green talent that was better, they'd be on TV. Number two, Tyrus is still most overrated. That's only because he's on a Fox News contributor. Get over it, guys. Come on. Separate art from the artist. Come on. Stop this. Number three, most overrated, Roman Reigns. What the hell do you mean? How many votes for that? 112 for Roman. 112 of you guys. You know what? I understand it. This may has this may have been people that may have been smashed by proxy. So I can't really blame them for that. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Some scars, they don't heal. They take a while. And they're emotional. Yeah. And Roman Reigns obviously inflicted emotional scars on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry about that. Your pain is, I always say this, the worst thing to ever happen to you is still the worst thing to ever happen to you. And oh, you're going to know that. You know, that hurts you. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns hurt 112 of you. And that's just the ones that were brave enough to admit it. And that shouldn't be minimized, that he hurt your feelings like that. Mm-hmm. I respect that. And I respect you. I'm going to skip most underrated and rookie of the year and move on to best non-wrestler. Number one, Paul Heyman. I, yeah, it's got to be Basement Jair, honestly. And thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, no, n- number one, Paul Heyman. Oh, <laughs> yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Number two, William Regal. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, Don Callis. I can't think of a lot. Stokely, I think I'd put Stokely over Don Callis. I think Don Callis is really, really good in his role right now of being a carny piece of trash. So, thinking non-wrestlers, that's really all. Yeah, there aren't a lot. Really, really 
there's Adam Pierce. There's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kathy Kelly came back last year. Mm. Okay. Kayla's out there. Kayla. Kayla. Hey, Kayla is out there busting her hump. Mm-hmm. Being disrespected by these jerk off wrestlers being tormented by Paul Heyman. Poor Kayla. She's out there. All right. I guess Pat counts as a wrestler because he does wrestle. Mm-hmm. So fine. Whatever. But poor Corey Grace. No, never mind. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. That's it. All right. Best TV announcer. Number one. Pat McAfee. They're going to pick Excalibur because it's Kevin Kelly. Wow. They went to the Ring of Honor. They went real deep. They went to this, mo- this mofo ain't working this year anymore. Like, <laughs> well, I, he did like a couple of Ring of Honor shows, I guess, right? I think he's doing the New Japan English commentary. Okay. Number two, your boy Excalibur. He's going to be there. The auctioneer himself. Number three, Ian Riccoboni. Riccoboni. I think he's the guy on Ring of no, Honor. No, I know who he is. I'm questioning oh. why he's number three. So, okay, he only got 71 votes. Obviously, not not a lot of people are voting. Obviously, it's out of solidarity for Ring of Honor. Look, here's the thing I want to say, and I think I might have turned around on these awards. Mm-hmm. Okay? The people that you or I believe should be winning these categories mm-hmm. will have awards and accolades that will supersede these. Yeah. That more people will know about. And I think this is a situation of folks like us would be appreciative to have something like this for us because maybe we might get on that. But I'd love to. These people <laughs> bust their hump also, mm-hmm. and they may not get acknowledged. As much as they should. So really, maybe let them have this. Not try- there you go, Ian. Not trying to, you know, I sometimes you just gotta let people have it. Just let people have it. Like let's, I would love it if people let us have it. Let's it's let's that, let them know, have it. Let let's them let have, have it. it. With the worst television announcer, number one, Corey Graves. I can't disagree. Number two, Booker T. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. I'm kind of agreeing there. Number three, Jim I know Ross. You are. What? That is so disrespectful. What is it? Seven people said that? Seven people? 157. And 112 of them were also hurt by Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Just, just the just, same people. Just to show you the gap here, Corey Graves, who won that, only got 191 votes. Oh, okay. So, again, a category not a lot of people voting for. Best major show. Let me number, guess. Dynamite? Num- no, like a major pay-per-view. Like, number one, Forbidden Door. Is it just because it's Forbidden Door? Probably. 524 votes. Number two, Revolution. 136 votes. Like I say, on a mainstream vote, this Mm. isn't happening. So let them have it. Number three, WrestleMania Night 1. 64 votes. Wow, it's a lot. That's not a bad number. The Nintendo Mm. 64 was a decent console. There you go. Worst major f- show. I got to ask if it's this year's or last year's. Royal Rumble. It can't be this year's. Why wouldn't it be last year's? I'm thinking it has, it to, has be to be what year it's for. Yeah. 311 votes. Number two, Elimination Chamber. Again, got to be last year's. Yeah, because this one just happened. Mm-hmm. Number three, GCW The World without the O. Okay. Then it's The World. Best Maneuver, Will Ospreay with the Hidden Blade. Number one. I don't not like it. It's kind of cool. 
I don't even remember it offhand, to be honest. I just think Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Number two, Adam Page, Buckshot. By Adam Page. Right. Number three, Kenny Omega. You know what? By Logan Paul. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> right. Number three, Kenny Omega, the one-winged angel. That's still the best name. I don't know about it. It's the best move. This is this is a fun this is a fun topic. Most disgusting promotional tactic. I feel like this was made for this past year specifically. Number one, Vince McMahon appearing on TV for a crowd pop after sexual misconduct allegations come out with 704 votes. Well, we all know what the audience is. Of course, that's going to be there. Yeah. Number two, WWE continues relationship with Saudi Arabia with 110 votes. That's just because AEW don't want. That's because Saudi Arabia doesn't want to waste money on AEW. Don't be mad. It's a lot of money. It's if a lot, wanna, a lot of money. Let me let me say something here. Let me say this clearly, and we'll just keep going. You want to talk human rights abuses? Look no further than where you live. All right, now let's keep going. Number three, Cause... Ric Flair's <laughs> last match. That should be number one. He could have died. <laughs> He could have died. At least no one was going to be killed mm-hmm. because Vince McMahon showed up on Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. after it's what you can prove. Mm-hmm. Okay. Allegedly. There's no lawyers here. What am I, Saul Goodman? You know, what am I, She-Hulk? What am, what am I? What am I, Lionel Hutz? What, what am I, John Larroquette in Night Court? What am I, that guy? You know, what am I? What am I? My Matlock? Worst television show. Number one, Raw. It's three hours long. I, I can't disagree. No, I don't number, know. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> number two, NXT. That should be number one. Two point two is bad. They've they're fixing it. it they're getting there. They're working. No, on it. I mean look, yeah. I didn't say look. No, I know. I was, there's only I was one person general. here talking about bad. I'm yeah. just saying if we're comparing, if it was like, hey man, would you rather I'll watch Dynamite over NXT. Mm-hmm. Or I'll, no, I'll still watch NXT over Rampage. But just because you put sometimes there's Moxley matches and sometimes there's Soraya matches, that does not a Rampage make. To I'm quote sorry. JBL, you can't polish a turd. So I'll, I'll put per, some perspective here. Raw had 415 votes. NXT had 327 votes. Number three with 98 votes. NWA power. That's a lot of votes when you think about it. Total, yeah. yeah That's wow. more votes for worst made the top three and worst major show. Yeah, I think Raw it's more- there got more votes than almost everyone in the top three worst major show. Okay, worst match of the year. Pat McAfee Roman Vince. Reigns. Oh, Pat versus Vince, really? Four hundred thirty-five votes. Number two, Flair and Andrade versus Jarrett and Lethal. That's Flair's last match, obviously. Number three, Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. I didn't okay. think it was that bad. I don't know. Worst feud of the year. Number one, Miz versus Loomis with two hundred eight votes. Fine. Number two, Ronda versus Liv, seventy-six votes. Okay. You like this one, Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight with sixty-two votes. Yeah. I hope L.A. Knight can recover from this because it's really like it never happened. Yeah. Let me talk to you. All right, we are in the home stretch. We're at worst promotion of the year. Number one with 376 votes. Take a guess. Man, you guys really turned your backs on Impact like that. <laughs> WWE. <laughs> yeah, Impact is just not on this list here yet. I Don't, can't believe yeah. it. I can't believe WWE worst. is the worst, according to the a- the official magazine of AEW New Japan. Number I can't two, believe it. <laughs> with 376 votes. Number two with 359 votes, NWA. Okay. 
Number three with 81 votes. I don't even think they exist anymore. Control your narrative. I think control your narrative has been acquired by NWA, Billy Corgan. NWA. about that. Yeah. Pretty much. Best booker with 372 votes, of course, is Tony Khan. What? He's not even on the show. No, they mean like not a basement booker, but a booker. Oh, okay. Number two, Rossi Ogawa, presumably New Japan, with 327 votes. All right, two's not bad. Two's not bad. All right, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, let's go number three. With 183 votes, Paul Avec. Yeah. Bro, they're not not rating basement bookers. Maybe next year. I don't know. Maybe next year. Promoter of the year. Different from booker of the year. Promoter of the year. Number one, Tony Khan, 415 votes. Number two, Dana White. For power slap? I guess. <laughs> he doesn't promote UFC anymore. Who's promoting UFC? The Fertitas. I think they just bought him out or something. I don't know. What they the did? Is. Dude, you shouldn't say things when you don't even know. Like I know he, I know he's not an owner anymore. You know you have to say sources nowhere near the situation before you speculate stuff that doesn't make any sense. That. You know, we don't know. Number three, Rossi Ogawa again. All right, cool, cool. Best gimmick down with this. Number one, Sami Zayn. Okay. 332 votes. With 110 votes, the acclaimed are at number two. (laughs) Number three, with 108 votes, only two votes behind is Danhausen. You know, I got to respect his hustle. Wrestling Cloud, Baghausen. Get that Baghausen. Are you ready for the worst gimmick? I think I got it. I think we're on there. Basement pokers. Let's go. <laughs> Number one. Yes. With 119 votes. Thank you, guys. Finally. Maximum male models. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I got to agree with that one. That's 100% true. Number two with 112 votes. Yo, boy, Uncle Howdy. It's true, though. Right. It's, thank you, guys. <laughs> That's the smartest thing. Actually, this actually lends more credibility to that voting base, if you ask me. Number three, with 79 votes, Kip Sabian. What is it exactly? I think it was when he had the box on his head, which he wrote underrated. Over it. Oh. And over. It was underrated over it. It kind of reminded me of South Park when Cartman had a was like disguising himself as Osimo and he was friends with uh Butters. He's like a cardboard box, like he's like a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it'll be there. I'm gonna replace you with him. Excellent. I can't wait. Everybody will see what I'm talking about. Awesome. So that's all the whatchamacallits, the awards that we have time to discuss this week. It was kind of a lot anyway. Well, know. if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to send us your ideas, your thoughts, if you want a, a challenge for the inconsequential championship, hit us up basementbookers at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on our socials, which include Twitter at basementbookers, at basementjer, at Rich the Riz, Facebook, basementbookers, Instagram, basementbookerspod, tickety talk, basementbookerspod right? YouTube, Basement Bookers, that's there also. And as far as where to find the audio version of this podcast, basementbookers.podbean.com has the full list, which does include Spotify and Google and Apple and a whole bunch of others. I don't think there's anything I forgot. So, Jer's got a parting message. 
the matchup life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man said. Follow the bookers.